Hello, welcome to Church History Review. We're going to be looking through the history of the church starting from the end of the book of Acts uh, up to the present. And there's a lot to, to review. This is not a scholarly type of, of review. So if you're a super big church history buff, you'll probably just be bored with um, some basics. Uh, if you're a typical Christian that's interested in the history of the church and would like a review, this is the place for you. Uh, we're also going to be looking at some of the historical uh, developments, some of the theological developments. And uh, just to be clear, I am an evangelical, uh, believe in total inerrancy of the Bible and that uh, salvation is by faith alone. Uh, if you're wondering what kind of evangelical I am, uh, I'm one that believes in Jesus. Uh, maybe that's not clear enough. I go to a Presbyterian church, and um, but I'm, I don't necessarily always think of myself as just Reformed, but we'll, we'll get into this, some more of that as we go along. Um, so the church starts at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, after Christ has has ascended and uh, it's been 40 days, the spirit comes and really that's the birthday of the church as we know it, the Jew and Gentile in one body. And the, this uh, episode, what we're going to be looking particularly at the events from that time at really after Paul's ministry, which goes for probably another 20, 30 years after that until 70 AD. So there's this 20, 30 year period where we don't know a whole lot about, uh, and some people in the past have argued that the New Testament was written later, after 70 AD, but there's pretty good reason uh, to think that it wasn't. Um, one is that uh, the destruction of Jerusalem is never mentioned in the New Testament, and that is uh, the big event of 70 AD. So Peter and Paul are martyred, most likely in Rome, around 58 to 68 AD. Now, there's a lot better evidence that Paul was martyred there, since we know from Acts that he ends up there at the end of his ministry. Um, although Acts, Luke does not record Paul's death in, in the book of Acts. And uh, also, Peter's death is never recorded either in the book of Acts, uh, which is the history book of the New Testament. So uh, we don't know for sure, really. The Catholic Roman Catholic Church has made a really big deal, obviously, about Peter being dead in Rome. And there's some evidence for it, but there's about, what, three different supposed burial sites. And they think it may even have been that the early church had moved Peter's body around Rome during different persecutions or, or moved Paul's body or other martyrs' bodies. So it's possible. We don't know. We're not sure. Anyways, Nero is the um, big Roman uh, emperor during the time of Paul's ministry. He's persecuting the church. Uh, there's the big fire in Rome after 6480, which is probably after Paul's death. And Nero is blamed by a lot of, of people uh, for starting the fire. Again, we don't know. But it seems likely that he started this fire, and then he, we do know that he blamed Christians for the fire and said that they're, they are the one that started it, that they're anti-Roman. And uh, Tac Tacitus, the Roman historian, says that uh, many Christians were being, 
quote, thrown alive to beasts crucified and being burned alive, unquote, from uh, that time period. So that's a secular historian admitting that there's a huge persecution of Christians during that time. Uh, the church is continued to suffer persecutions for the next 300 years, really, up until the time of Constantine. But um, contrary to popular belief, this is not just like them being thrown to lions every week. Like there are times and places where there is intense persecution and then the government eases off for a while. Now, there are probably some locations where there was generally more hostility towards Christians, but there wasn't like organized persecution all the time. So um, when you think of the, the persecution of any groups, it typically goes like that. If you look at the history of the Jewish people, for instance, uh, there have been times of intense persecution, the Holocaust or uh, other persecutions. But uh, it's not like all day, every day, there's open persecution. Now, there's hostility and resentment, bigotry and all that, but not always this intense persecution. So there's a few different intermittent periods uh, in the first couple of centuries where you see uh, persecution heating up. Uh, one of the reasons that Christians are persecuted is because they don't want to be involved in the Roman religion. They will not go to the temples. They won't do the sacrifices. They won't say hail Caesar. And so they're, they're uh, called atheists because of this. And there's lots of rumors that are, people spread about them not believing in the gods. So they don't believe in the gods. They must be atheists. Uh, they also, uh, there was rumors about them having these love feasts and, so people spread rumors that they were having orgies, um, also believe uh, that they were uh, going to incite sedition against the government because they believed in another king than Jesus. So there was lots of false accusations. We know about these because the early Christian um, apologists uh, like Justin Martyr argue against these ideas that have been spread around. Um, so there's not just one person spreading these rumors. Lots of people are spreading these rumors about Christianity. Uh, so the church quickly spreads in the, the early church. Now, what we it's what, the map you often see at the end of your Bible, you'll see the ministries of Paul, the little squiggly lines that go around the Mediterranean. And those are the churches that are recorded in the Bible that we know about. But there's actually, if you think about it this way, right, that's this... Acts is the story of Paul and a few friends. It's not the story of the entire church in the first century. So you have Christians going in every direction. So uh, that a lot of people say Thomas uh, ends up in India and other apostles head in different directions. Now, mostly what we have uh, as far as the information um, is is given way later than after that. So there are not a, a lot of other first century accounts of the church being spread. But we know from later um, history that there are churches popping up all over the place. There's churches in, uh, in Alexandria, Egypt, um, very early on, if not within a first you know, couple decades after the, the church starts in Acts, around you know, AD 33 or so. So there's there are churches all over the Mediterranean and headed out eastwards and down in Ethiopia. There's churches uh, from a very, very early age. So there are people spreading the gospel all over the place in the New Testament or in the right after the New Testament period. Uh, 
So how does uh, Jerusalem end up falling? So uh, Nero sends his general Vespasian to squash the Jewish revolt in Judea in the, six, in the 60s. So it's the original 60s, uh, right? Not 1960s. This goes all the way back to the very first century. And Nero, though, ends up committing suicide in 68 AD uh, because of a coup. He's afraid that there's a, a group that's going to come and take over the government. He freaks out. He may have actually survived the coup. We don't know. A coup d'etat, the, these group of generals are sick of Nero and his antics and uh, Nero had done just countless atrocities, killed a bunch of his own family members. He he had a lot of reason to be afraid of people wanting him dead. Um, so he hears about this coup and he decides he's just going to end it all. So the, his general that's in Jerusalem uh, in, or in Judea, Vespasian, actually becomes the emperor the next year. So he leaves Judea and he leaves his son Titus in charge. And Titus may be the one you've heard about. He's the one that actually... Uh, destroys Jerusalem and destroys the temple, the second temple. And, and basically at that point eradicates Judaism as a uh, religion. Now, um, obviously any Jewish people listening are going to be highly offended at that. But if you look at the Old Testament, you have uh, the, the necessity of the temple, the priesthood and the sacrifices. And if you don't have those things, you don't have Judaism. So I've sometimes uh, contended, and, and again, this is in no way anti-Semitic. I believe that Jews are God's chosen people, but that what passes off today as Judaism is really a heretical sect that's loosely based on biblical Judaism, right? They, if you don't have sacrifices and you don't have a priesthood and you don't have the temple, you don't have Judaism. So this is interesting because in Hebrews, it talks about the, the, um, the old images of the past, the old symbols that are, all, that are about to pass away, it says. So it's like Hebrews is anticipating the destruction of the temple. And in, really, the book of Hebrews is a warning to the church not to go back to Judaism. And saying these things were types or they were foreshadowing what was coming. And so with Christ ha having come, being the perfect sacrifice, being the perfect priest and himself really being the temple himself. He is where we meet God and making ourselves the temple now that Christ comes to live inside of us, um, that we don't need to go back to this outward form anymore. So the, temp the temple ends up being destroyed. Uh, and at this time period, Really, up until the destruction of the, of the temple, and even a little bit after, Christianity is still thought of as a sect of Judaism. Once the temple is destroyed, though, uh, at that point, Christianity is like its final complete distancing between the church and Israel. So Israel becomes is, is still a, a nation, uh, though there's a huge dysphoria. The, the Jews have already started this going throughout the Roman Empire. And even before that, there, there's a large uh, group of Jews in Babylon, uh, dating all the way back from the Babylonian captivity, that had actually stayed there and not returned to Jerusalem. There's there's Jews in Persia. There's Jews all over the place. But uh, the 
the the identity of the of the Jewish people now shifts to their synagogues. And because of the dysphoria, you already had Jewish Jewish identity centered around these synagogues, but they can no longer return to Jerusalem to worship because there's no temple there. Now, they if you go to Jerusalem, I've been there once, uh, you'll see a huge the Temple Mount with the um, dome with a rock on top. It's now you know Muslim controlled uh, area, and the the Al Aqsa Mosque on top of it. So the um, after this destruction, the Jews never again, for the next 2,000 years until today, have never again actually gained control of the Temple Mount and been able to rebuild the Temple. So um, it's very interesting that, uh, and I think prophetic, that God would uh, have that removed so that there would be no confusion about which uh, religion is his uh, representative religion on earth. So you have this transition time and in the book of Acts from Israel being God's representative people to the church being his representative people. And again, it's not a total rejection of the Jews. That's Paul's argument in Romans 9 through 11, right? And it's not that he's totally rejecting the Jews. He's saying, I am joining you now with the Gentiles, that you're all my representative people. Um, the Jews, the Jewish nation, though, uh, are set aside for a time. So God is not dealing right now with the Jewish people. And I think this, this this understanding the distinction and the theological shift that happens is super important because there's a lot of uh, confusion about how the Old Testament relates to the New Testament. Um, so uh, a common like critique I'll hear of Christianity really just people being unbelievers, right? Or accusations, I'll throw Christianity. Christianity says, that you know, condones these wars, right? Israel would go and kill these people, and God condoned these wars. How can, how can you believe in a religion that's so violent, right? Well, you've got to understand at that point that the Old Testament is speaking to a nation, right? There are wars that happen today that our nation has to undertake. I'm not saying that all... And I agree with every war that the United States have ever fought or anything like that. Uh, but and some people get all uptight about ju- what they call just war theory. You know, how can you, you know, it's like, look, you may not like it, but war is a reality. Sometimes, you know, there's bad actors. There are governments that are despotic or tyrannical and it's necessary for the country to go to war. We have a standing army. For a reason, every country should have a standing army and be willing to use it. And that's what armies do is they break stuff and kill people. Right. And it's not always good. And there should be a, an ethical way of doing that. Absolutely. But there are times when that's necessary. So the only unique thing about uh, Israel in the Old Testament is that God is telling them at times, look, you have to go to war and this is who I want you to fight. Right. Other than that. Every government is going to be going to war at some point, even today. So I think to, to sit um, by and, and you know, make these accusations about the God of the Bible being so violent and bloody, and then um, you'd have to be a total pacifist today uh, in order to, to be consistent with that, because your government that you pack, pay taxes to is also sending people to war and getting violent, and I'm pretty sure you would justify that a lot of the time. Um, so 
there are some some contrasts because once you come to the New Testament church, you no longer have the church being a nation. And there's confusion, and we're going to get into this a lot more in future podcasts, talking about how the church and the government should be separate, and that America had a pretty good idea by separating the church and the state. But um, there there is a really unholy matrimony when the church decides to become part of the state. Uh, but that's for another time. So thanks for listening. I hope uh, we can get back together again soon and keep going over church history. Thanks for listening.